Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Monday, March 20th, 1978, I think, something like that, right? No, it's it's 2023, and uh, we're no longer a free people. We've got a former president who's potentially going to be indicted tomorrow, arrested, fingerprint, fingerprinted, handcuffed potentially, perp-walked, all for one thing. So the Democrat Party doesn't have a viable candidate to run against in 2024. If you think that this is about anything other than 2024, you're being childishly naive. Let's, uh, let's look at this brag dude, the guy who is um, <clears throat> so cocksure that he's doing the right thing for the American people, that he's going to potentially put our nation into a constitutional crisis, if not a civil crisis, if this nonsense doesn't, doesn't stop. I don't, I don't know if you remember when, when Trump was debating Hillary Clinton back in, in 2016, 2015. There was a point where she said that it would be a good thing if he was never, ever allowed to be part or in charge of America's legal system talking about Donald Trump. And he says, you're right, because if I was, you'd be in jail. And the left lost their fucking minds, lost their shit, went batshit crazy, had no idea that just four years later, six years later, they would be doing the exact same thing to Donald Trump that they threatened he would do if given power. I, I, I don't remember any political prisoners being locked up under, under the Trump regime. Do you remember the Trump administration locking people up? I, I, I remember the Bush administration did that. We, we know that the Clinton administration did that. Uh, the Clinton administration actually burned a, a group of Americans alive. Let, let's not talk about that. Let's just move on forward. Let, let's get past that. Let, let's talk about 2023. What we've got right now is a president who is being indicted on trumped-up charges simply so the man can't run in 2024 because they know the threat that he poses to their freedom. If you don't think that this has more to do with their freedom than anything else, you're not paying attention. They know that if Donald Trump gets back in charge, if he gets the reins of authority in this country again, that their time is limited because he'll expose it all. That's who he is. Donald Trump is not one that you fuck with because it looks like he's going to spend his last time ensuring that justice is done. Will it happen? I don't know. So what can we expect tomorrow? Well, I was just on Patriot Mama's, uh, Patriot 2A Mama's uh, podcast, and uh, I'll tell you what I told her audience. What will happen tomorrow is exactly what America wants to happen tomorrow. Nothing more, nothing less. You want more, then you're going to have to start speaking up. You're going to have to start showing up. And we've got a couple of ways that we're going to do that tonight. We're going to talk about what you do. People are, are asking, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Going to D.C. isn't the answer. Going, going to New York isn't the answer. You can go off to New York and protest. You, you can do what you have the right to do. These rhinos and these constitutional uh, authorities stepping forward and saying, hey, listen, you, you, you don't want to you want to you don't want to go to New York and, and, and protest. Don't, don't go protest, which is a new dog whistle now, I guess, for for violence. But but don't go protest. Do not go exercise your constitutional rights because your government may use it against you. Do you hear that? Your government may use you exercising a constitutional right against you because they deem that constitutional right as a threat to their authority. D.A. Aleph Brown has overseen a 30.5% surge in major crimes in Manhattan since taking charge. Uh, 
in 10 months, this man's violent crimes, major crimes in his area, the area that the people of, of New York put him in charge of, crimes in his area are up 30.5%. And yet they're going after Trump. They're going after Trump because they need a scapegoat. They need somebody to be the boogeyman for 2024. They need to, to get the shackles on Trump as soon as they can so that they can remove him from the race, make him not credible, and they will tear him down like they did before. Again, a 30.5% increase in major crimes, violent crimes. They're not talking about that on the news, are they? In his first 10 months, he came in on a platform of criminal justice reform and increasing police accountability. Not, not accountability for the criminals. No, he's, he's got to go after he's got to go after Trump. He's got to go after people that are that are down the road in, in Florida. Not a threat to the people of New York. Has done nothing to the people of New York. But that's who they're going after. You're live on Kramer says. What's your name and where are you calling from? Nikki Harvey calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona, you've got some problems out there. Are you fighting the fight with Carrie Lake? We have major fucking problems out here, Kramer. Lay it major. on me. Lay it on me. I cannot stand it. So Carrie Lake is fighting with everything she has, but I'm telling you, we have evil playing against her. I can't take it. I almost feel like giving up and letting him crawl on me. But I can't. Right. What do you expect to happen tomorrow with this uh, potential indictment of Trump? Not a fucking thing. That's the problem. Not a fucking thing. Everybody's going to roll over. Everybody's going to roll over and let them walk on them. That's what I'm having issues with. I'm in my 60s. I can't fucking take it. Fight. Is this the America? I'm with you. Is this the America that you grew up in? It is nowhere near what I grew up, nowhere near how I grew up, nowhere near how I've raised my kids. My grandkids, on the other hand, I have 15-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 17-year-olds. They are so much, you know, layover and play dead. They are not... They are not what what I was or my kids or my kids are. It's hard for me to swallow. I don't even like them. Is that not bad? <laughs> I love them. They're my family. I don't like them. Well, we are at a point in our nation that is very very close to what happened with. Um, the Civil War in the 1860s, where you couldn't understand when I was a kid and we were being taught about this, we couldn't we couldn't wrap our heads around how was it possible that father fought against son and son against brother and and you know brother against brother and and, and son against mother. How is that possible? Now you learn how it happens that people pick sides and they they refuse to be wrong. They refuse to be wrong, and so they make everyone else the scapegoat for their the things that they're responsible for, and eventually they run out of people uh, to hold responsible. And that's the situation that we're in right now. We're seeing these banks fail. We're seeing, and, and again, you know, we, we look at our society. It's us. We did this. We're the ones who made the decision to allow these things to happen. We didn't go in and pay enough attention to our teachers and our school systems. We didn't know that our kids were being indoctrinated because we had been taught, and I don't know about you, but I was taught the Constitution. I was taught civics, what my rights are. I'm a citizen. I'm not a subject. We could not graduate the eighth grade no. without saying the preamble. My grandkids don't even know what that is. Nope. Have no idea. Do you know why? Because the preamble outlines what our rights are and why they were fighting and why they were standing up and why we have the right to do what we're doing. I think that it's sickening to the American people. And I think that it's sickening that our politicians are so fucking stupid to sit there and say, if you do this, you may be um, inciting riot if you go to protest. And you're there and you're there peacefully. Uh, That's a constitutionally protected activity. Anyone, anyone who tells you that that is prone to violence after what we've seen in the last three years needs to be thrown out on their ass. I'm tired of it. I'm with you. So what's the solution? What do we do? Uh, uh, 
Absolutely. I, I don't know what the solution is. I agree that with, with Trump being, you know, supposedly arrested on Tuesday, I'm a Trump supporter 100%. I, I would vote for him 100 times over over DeSantis. I believe DeSantis is, you know, Soros's backbone. But anyway, here nor there. Right. I just feel like at this point, there's really not a whole lot I can do. I'm a, I'm, I am definitely, I carry my own weapon. I have a license to do so. I will shoot your ass dead on. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I've got my own garden growing. Other than that, I don't know what I can do. And I'm getting so upset well, I- that things seem to be getting worse around me. But the people that I associate with do not have it in them to fight. It's like let everybody else take care of that. Well, and that's what that's everybody what everybody else is not going to take care of me. Right. That that's what they're expecting to happen. They're they're expecting that um, somebody is going to get up in the morning and walk up, you know, walk in some to some office place and sit down and and spend the next eight to ten hours fighting for their rights. It doesn't happen. Do you know how I know that there's nobody out there that gets up in the morning and goes and fights for my rights? Because I don't get up in the morning and go fight for anybody else's rights other than mine. That's who I fight for. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. And so that's how I know that there's no white savior coming to save us. There's no white hats out there. And that's why I follow you. That is why I follow you. Well, thank you so much. So tomorrow, nothing happens tomorrow. Um, and, And we move on. Uh, to the next thing, what does it, what do you think at sixty years of age plus? Uh, I'll leave it there. Um, what do you think is going to happen when these banks continue to fail and we continue to see our nation fall? Do you believe that those of our generation? Honestly, I'm, I'm fifty seven. I, I can't allow. I can't honestly, allow it to fall. So, in my opinion, we're fucking doomed. In my opinion. I don't feel like there's enough of us that's ready to get up and fight for holy hell because it's happening so slowly that people are stupid and they won't stop it now. So I feel like tomorrow morning when I get up, it's one more step in the right direction for them to take hold with the banking system, take my money take control of me. Now I read where they're going to be putting you know, um, uh, the guy that's got all the damn money, I can't think of his name right now. Musk, not Soros, Musk but the Gates Bates, is Gates. buying all the land, and he's going to be planting um, lettuce and all this shit with the Moderna or Moderna, whatever, MDA, whatever bullshit in the freaking <laughs> lettuce and make us yep. eat it. Yep. And, you know, we're all going to get it one way or another. And nobody's asking. Whether we take the vaccine or not. Nobody's asking for our permission to do any of this to us. Nobody's asking for for our permission to poison our foods. But nobody believes me. They think I'm I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm old. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Versus, bitch, I'm old. I know what I'm talking about. Well, that's, that's the experience. We've seen our governments lie to us before. We've seen governments around the planet lie to their people before. We've seen governments. Well, let's let, let's just look back at the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, for example. Right? Um, if you don't think that your government will harm you, just ask the descendants of of the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, what about the guys with the burn pits? We're, we're, we're now looking at this burn well, pit issue in the last twenty years. They, if they will kill Kennedy, why wouldn't they kill President Trump? If they will do whatever it took back then, when I was a child, to make who they wanted president, why couldn't they do that today? I have here in Arizona, in this in this heat scorching motherfucking heat, which I love, by the way. Just saying, <laughs> I have a garden planted. I'm gonna grow my own tomatoes, my own lettuce, my own. But because I live in the heat, I can't grow a ton of stuff. Yep. And it makes it makes me leery because the government will stop at nothing, at nothing to get their way. And I know that, but I don't know how to stop it on my own. Well, let me and tell I you, I don't have enough people around me to that will gather with me to put a stop to well, it. Well, it doesn't take a lot of people. So, so, so let me tell you, let me tell you how to to to, to start making a difference in in the Fresno area. Ready? Um, 
Politicians, the one thing that they hate more than anything else is noise. They hate somebody who's the squeaky wheel. Okay, so what you've got to be is the squeaky wheel. And the way that you do that is get two to three, maybe four or five of your friends, and you band together on certain subjects, and you hold the city council accountable. Pick one issue. It doesn't have to be a big issue. It just has to be something that you, you can get be passionate about. Be the ones that are the, the noise the noisy ones at the school board meetings. Be the ones. Show up. That's what it takes. Here's what I keep saying to people. They think that they're going to go to D.C. Oh, Kramer, Kramer, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Kramer. So my mm-hmm. next-door neighbor was a school teacher. She is no longer. But I said on the Nextdoor app, I don't know if you're familiar for that, but a couple mm-hmm. years ago, Arizona was on strike. The teachers were on strike. And somebody said on Nextdoor if, that it was illegal for the teachers to strike. And I said, if that's the case, fire the motherfuckers and buy all new teach- or hire all nope. new teachers. My next door neighbor who brought me cookies and da 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 has no longer spoke to me because I made that statement to somebody else on a platform was not yep. speaking to her, no, but because she was a teacher, she will no longer speak yep. to me. Yep. So, yes. That's I, where we're I, at. I, I people, know that firsthand. Pe- people have chosen sides, they've picked sides, they've, um, they, they've got their a chip on their shoulder, their heart on their sleeve, and they want to be the victim. Because there's money to be, be there's there's money in victimhood. You can you can make a lot of money um, if if you if you're on the right side of the argument, and and they've been on the right. right side of it. So you know here's 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 what we've got, um, and, and I'm going to be real clear about it. And in my content, um, that's all I'm going to focus on is this one thing. The only thing that is stopping us from being free is us. As Winston Churchill said, all we have to fear is fear itself. Um, what, right. you, what you don't understand and, and what the American people haven't wrapped their heads around yet, well, the left has. Conservatives haven't figured out that Democrats don't worry about being arrested for exercising their rights. Have you figured that out yet? It, it, when you do it, it's a threat to democracy. When they do it, so, it's so mostly peaceful. And I, we are now, we have, I, Arizona is a you can carry without a concealed weapon. Open state. carry. Mm-hmm. We went to court. We got, or not court, we took the classes. We have the right to carry a concealed weapon. We have insurance. So we can blow your head off and we have attorneys to back us up. Right. However, we we are, we're willing to lose our house. Everything Everything we've worked for, we're going to lose that shit. We will stand up and fight till the end. We don't know one soul. Isn't that sad? Out of all of our friends, we do not know one person that would stand up and fight with us. We we know a couple that will talk the talk, but right. they will not walk the walk. Yep. yep. Well, and that's that's the issue, right? Um, that's what we've been talking about for years. Again, what I keep saying is that if you want people to stand up, there's going to have to be some event. And I've expected it for the longest time to be um, the issue with children and, the, and these vaccines. I, I, I still don't think that we're out of the woods with that yet. I think that this spring when we start seeing kids that are taking these drugs, I think that we're going to see a continued issue with what we've already seen over the last two years. I think it's going to get worse instead of better. That's my personal opinion. I may be wrong. Um, But with that being said, uh, we've got a long way to go before we're out of the woods on that subject. And I think that the moment that that starts unraveling, I think that the moment that that starts unraveling, I think that the left um, will lose their collective minds and they would be the ones to rise up. The conservatives don't want to rise up, and the reason is is because, well, they don't want to go to jail. The problem is is that the people that are taking their rights and stealing their freedoms and potentially, you know, causing havoc with elections, they don't care about being arrested. So you can't play to win. Well, I don't either. There's nothing I've done that's wrong. Yeah. Somebody said, well, you're, you're talking a lot, Kramer. You're, you're, you're saying all this stuff. I have the right to say it. Well, you'll get in trouble by who? My government? If my government... If I have to fear my government, if I have to fear them, then it's time to speak out. If they may come get me because of what I say, then it's time to speak out. Um, that's kind of what our founding fathers said. And if you can't wrap your head around that, then maybe this point in history isn't for you. 
You agree? Exactly. I agree. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate the the phone call. We're going to move on to the next caller here. Uh, Let's see here. Um, The number, the calls are open at uh, 877-619-3899. I haven't memorized this shit yet. So, um... Phones are open. We'll get to the next caller here in just a moment for some house cleaning. Uh, if you haven't been over to KramerSays.com, if you haven't seen what we're doing over there, it's our own social media platform. No, it's nothing to write home to mom about. All you have to do, though, is go get yourself an account, and you've got free speech. KramerSays.com, free speech. And here soon, we're going to be opening up a merch line because of what we're doing next. And what we're doing next, we're so excited about, and that is the Kramer Says app. Uh, if you haven't seen it or heard about it, get your butts over to KramerSaysApp.com. Take a look at what we're doing. Um, we're really excited about it. The new platform um, will be, well, it's earth-shattering in a number of different ways. So we're super excited about that. It's 100% American-owned. Um, it's a free speech foundation. Um, it's built on blockchain, so it'll be secure. It's got very strong uh, parental controls. Uh, you'll, it's a zero-trust policy app so no bots so there's a bunch of bonuses and capabilities that we'll have that we don't currently have right now so with that being said uh you're on the kramer says podcast you're live what's your name and where are you calling from hello are you there you're live i don't think they're there Houston. we have a problem okay there we go moving on um, if you need to, if you want to call in, the number to call is 877-619-3899. My name is Kramer. Is this the Kramer Says Podcast? We're doing this every weeknight, now at 10 p.m. Join us, call in, be a part of the show. Let us know what you've got going on in your area, what's important to you. Like we heard about from Fresno. We heard last night uh, from um, uh, Pittsburgh. We heard uh, from New York. We heard from Hawaii. So a lot of people calling in, telling us their experiences of how this Build Back Better program is going and how the Biden administration is treating us so far. You're on the Kramer Says podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? You're live. Hello. Must be a first time uh-huh. using a phone. Are you there? You're there, sweetheart. Hello. Is it me? Is it me? It's you. You're on. <laughs> Okay, I'm in Williston, North Dakota. Okay, and what's your and name? It's a hot mess up here, too. Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte. Tell me what's going on. Couldn't tell if your thing was actually answering. No, we um, actually got some women together in our community and started investigating our school board, pushed legislation through because our school board was unresponsive to anything we requested of them. We did an audit on them, found out they were milling us way above and beyond what they were supposed to be doing. So we overpaid in our taxes. We overpaid in everything. We have bills that are just made it through the House and the Senate. Now we're in the second step, and it's a whole process no one even knew anything about. But we were savages. We just said we're going to fix our little town and did it on our own. And let me ask you this. I think everyone in this country needs to do that. When you were going through that process, was it easy? No. No. None of it was easy. It was hard work. Dedication. It was six months of hell. Yeah. Was it worth it? Was worth it. Was worth it. If the governor doesn't veto everything, it's, it was totally worth it. And and if the the, the but governor, but I encourage everyone in this country to do the same. Well, that, that's what I've been saying is that if you want change, you you can't expect the people in D.C. to do to do it for you. They're too far away. They don't care anymore. Right. It, it's it's another. They they control a completely different deal. And it's not you in your daily life. The people that control you in your daily life live in your neighborhood. They go to your churches. They shop at your stores. They're they're a part of your community. And that's how you hold the people in Washington, D.C. accountable is by holding the people local accountable. What was the biggest hurdle you had in getting the legislation passed? Absolutely nothing. Because what we did is we started at a grassroots movement. And we after the redistricting happened, we elected three officials that we knew would stand up for us. And we pushed it through. Election night was a glorious night. It wasn't for a lot of people in the country, but it was for Williston, North Dakota. <laughs> we got our legislators, legislators in place. We got them to put through the bills that our city commissioners, county commissioners, all of them, nobody would listen to us. But those legislators pushed the bills through. So this is our last hurdle. Well, Charlotte, we went know- up to Bismarck, or our state capital, and we did testimony. We stood up in front of our legislators and told them stories, told them why they needed to do these things. And what was their our kids. what was what was their what was their demeanor when you first started doing that? Their attitude towards you? When we first 
when we first started doing it, we would we were presenting all of the different books and stuff that they're pushing on our kids. We went in and testified on transgender, like keeping them out of the sports, protecting our girls and our community to give them rights. And they were unresponsive at first, but the more and more we showed up, they started holding late, late meetings and legislation so that because they knew we were traveling four hours to testify. They stayed late, they were responsive, and they were just amazing. There's always a few of them that have their stories about right. why this bill shouldn't go through, why, you know, they just, they have to protest everything you do because virtue sig- signaling is my opinion, but. Well, I, what I found in, is in any uh, venture, I don't care what it is, uh, whether it's losing weight, um, moving across the country, uh, or, or, or taking the measures that you and your fellow citizens have done there in North Dakota, um, is that it, it takes getting started, right? That's the hardest part. It is getting the people together and that first meeting and that first conversation. Once you get past that, how hard is it? It's, it was actually, it, we're, we've kind of hit that bump in the road where people aren't really participating or they're afraid to get involved because they're afraid what their community is going to think of them. But we, we've gotten our group, God, there's hundreds of us now, but we have gotten to that point where we just, we aren't scared to say anything and everything in front of anyone. It doesn't matter right. who they are because we all get up the same. We all get dressed the same. Yep. We all go to the bathroom the same. We all go to sleep the same. Yep. If you cut us, we will bleed the same. So people need to learn how to talk to their legislators and their commissioners and their mayors and their school boards and everybody. Support your teachers if they're good teachers, but be their voice if they're not because it's true. A lot of the teachers are pro- prosecuted if they speak up because of these ridiculous unions and these policies they have in place for them. Well, there's a, we've got a ton of people. So, we've got a ton of people in a number of different positions um, and, and some yeah. are positions of power that refuse to say anything because they'll lose or potentially lose that job. And I want people to remember that if things get as bad as we expect they're, they're going to get, if we continue down this path, um, there, there was a word for that. It was the people who just followed orders. And, and history didn't look at them too kindly. And, and I would remind our politicians, I would remind our, um, the people that are in charge of our children that there is, a, is going to be a day of reckoning at some point. I don't know if it'll happen in my lifetime. I hope we can get past this point peacefully. But based on the actions that I'm seeing uh, and what the media is rejecting, or, or, or not just rejecting, they're refusing to, to make public, is what's happening in our cities and the violence that is happening on a daily basis. The American people do not understand how close uh, we are to exploding uh, because of the powder keg that this administration has placed under our nation. Um, Charlotte, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate the call. You know, it's interesting to me that we are looking at a situation that is not unlike what happened a, a few years ago. Do you guys remember John Edwards? Do you, do you remember John Edwards? He, he ran for president, right? Um, well, let, me, let me tell you a little something about John Edwards. Um, John Edwards was charged with campaign finance violations in 2011 re- related to his 2008 presidential run. Um, the DOJ accused him of funneling nearly a million dollars in donation money to his pregnant mistress. He was, he was facing up to 30 years in prison. Do, do you remember all that? They made a big deal of it. Uh, That's when um, the powers that be in the Democratic Party decided they were done with him because he was a threat. So they got rid of him. That's that's how they Bernie Sanders, um, John Edwards. Do you remember what he got? Do you remember how many years in prison? You don't, do you? No, they they printed this in the paper today. This came out today. This is a story from Yahoo News. Uh, The headline reads, former presidential candidate John Edwards was accused of funneling nearly $1 million in donor contributions to support his pregnant mistress and criminally charged with a campaign finance violation. Here's how the case played out. Do you know what this is called, folks? This is called propaganda. This information right here has nothing to do whatsoever with what's on the table tomorrow. But this is how the people that manage to... make you think certain things, market and advertise ideologies to you, this is how they spread their message. How do I know? Because I, I work in this industry. This is the kind of stuff that, that I would put out for, for a product. What they're doing is they're trying to muddy up the water, saying that what's going on with Trump 
because the low-information voter will just jump in on this. They're trying to muddy the waters and say that, well, what Edwards did has to be something with like what Trump did, so it has to be illegal. Uh, let me remind you, what, they, what they're trying to go after Trump for is a misdemeanor, like jaywalking. It's a, it's a records error. And, it, and, it's, and it's two years past its statute of limitations. After nine days of deliberations, a jury acquitted Edwards of one charge of accepting an illegal donation. ABC News reported that. But was hopelessly deadlocked on the other five counts, resulting in a mistrial. Meanwhile, the Democrats are calling for Trump to be put up on a pike tomorrow. They want to get their pound of flesh. And, and what have we been looking at over the last three or four years here? Lie after lie from the mainstream media, who's time and time again told us they've got trash, trash on Trump while hiding actual trash, actual information, news on the Biden family. What you've got to wrap your head around is that what Trump said, what Trump said is right. They're not coming after him. They're coming after us. What they're doing to Trump right now, a former president, is what they're going to do to us. They, they, they would not hesitate a moment to perp walk all of us, the J6ers, anybody who stands up for their right, anybody who raises their voice. They've convinced an entire generation of children that if they are not agreed with 100% across all spectrums, that you're a person of violence, that that's an act of violence against them and their psyche, and that you can be justifiably done away with. I remember that ideology. I was taught about it in school. The people that aligned with that ideology... They had a really, really strong branding campaign. You might have seen some of their work. A lot of red and black. Strong lines. Lots of leather in their uniforms. And then we watched the pageantry of the left and how closely it aligns with the imagery of that exact same ideology. Is it an amazing that when David Hogg, not knowing his history, wanted to get a group of young people to protest the gun violence in schools and anti-fascism, um, the first thing that he went to was an armband. An armband. If you remember your um, your history, that's that's what the... Hitler Youth War to be able to show who they aligned with. You just can't make this shit up, folks. But there is hope. We do have hope. Out in the hinterlands of our country, there are people that are standing up. They're done with the bullshit. This gentleman right here is one of them. Listen closely to this interaction that he had with Fauci. This is an NPR special that was just produced. I don't know why they let this in there. I, I'm, I, I don't know why. But there is hope in this nation. Listen closely, listen closely to what this man had to say. People in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to... Well, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. You know how you know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to years do it. Is not enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that yeah. you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, and not like, not it's like much the more serious than the flu. I, I, well, the it's flu a lot more serious. Yeah. Listen, how many people died of the flu the last year? 
I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all giving that died, that's, <laughs> that, once again, that's you all's number. You gonna pay us. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something yeah. else, it's something I, else going on. It is something going on. Something else. You're right. But I'm glad millions yeah, you're of right. people like me yeah. and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, well, I won't keep okay, doing it anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive, y'all, campaign is about fear. There you it's go. about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's and that fear. right there, my friend, that right there, that's right there, that is how you speak truth to power. That's how you directly tell the king that he has no clothes as he's standing right in front of you. Nobody has any faith in that man for a simple reason. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. You are live. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Vaughn Cedric. Hi, Tim. I'm calling from the great state of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I see he was live and I maybe should have given the audience just a little... Words of advice, words to the wise, because I've been I've been doing this for almost a thousand years. So not your, as long as you have, because you're ancient. I am ancient you know, and bald. But, uh, so, so, what's your biggest concern? What's your biggest concern, <laughs> Von Cedric, in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana? My, my biggest concern about what's going on as our nation. We have we're on the brink of World War Three. The three worst enemies to the biggest superpower, which is the U.S., has all allied against us. And they now are going to be using our military-type-grade weapons against us. So this is very dangerous territory we're hitting into if we don't switch our domestic policy and have the superpowers on the other side of the world diplomatically have a solution solved. Well, let me ask you this. How old are you? I'm only 21. Okay. Those are some far-off issues. Right. What What's the most immediate issue that you have right now as a 21 year old in Baton Rouge? My immediate issue is the homelessness and the drugs that is pouring into my city that affects not only me, but the people around me. The quote unquote crime, we are the highest crime in the U.S., I believe. And it's it's a shame. And gas prices, inflation, you know, going to the day to day grocery stores. It's hard for someone who is in college, who works two jobs, and has to pay bills. Do you have any hope? Do you see a future for yourself based on what's currently happening? So I know I'm going to be straight regardless, but it's more of a, what about everyone else? That's the issue that I see. What about that person who didn't have it? What about the next person? So what's the solution? How do we, how do we get to a position that gets us back to uh, our happy space, uh, gets us back to 2019, for example, um, to where we maybe we, we weren't even so aware of what was going on. How do we get back there? Do you see a path? I see a very small path, but it's a very grim way to do it. We have to just, unfortunately, I don't like saying this, but we have to burn it down and rebuild it back with a solid foundation. Everyone must be in the loop what's going on at all times. Because if not, we get what happened in 2020. Do you think that that's possible? Do you think that that's possible with as big as the bureaucracy is? Because the politicians aren't the problem, right? We can replace them. It's the system that the politicians are built on, the foundation that they utilize to leverage this power. Can, can, do you see any way of solving the bureaucracy problem? The deep state. Not as of right now. Right. I, I the only way you get the deep state out is by handcuffing them or you know killing them. That's right. Sorry to say, but it well, has that's to what history. It's that's what dark. right, and that's what history. That's what history shows us that at some point it has to move to something other than just talk. Um, now, that doesn't mean that we're advocating for anything, folks. I know how the left likes to take and spin things, right? But I look at history of how we get to the next position. Thanks you. Thanks for calling in, uh, Cedric. Um, that's what I. That's what I take a look at. I, I, history shows us what's going to happen next. History shows us 
All you have to do is look back. We're, we're not doing anything new. What's going on in Ukraine and what's going on in Taiwan and what's going on in other locations, other countries around the planet, th this isn't something new, folks. And I'm not dealing with, with conspiracy theories about certain issues in certain countries. I, I'm not into that at all. People like to put me in that category that I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. I look at what's going on and base it against history, like investors do. This has happened before. What did they do then? What did they do right? Who won? Who lost? How much do we, how much do we wager that this is going to be the right move? How much do we put right here? History tells us what we need to do next. If you want your voice heard every weeknight at 10 o'clock, you can join me here on the Kramer Says Podcast and make your voice heard by calling 877-619-3899. That's 877-619-3899. If you're sitting there on your couch, uh, dial in. Let's hear from you. Let America hear from you. Make your voice heard as to what's going on in your neck of the woods and what's coming up. Let's uh, take a moment here. I'm going to go and tell you about Tusk. Tusk is the new web browser that everybody's using. All the kids are using it. It's the coolest thing on the planet. Uh, it's the Tusk web browser. Uh, you've heard me probably talk about it from time to time, but um, it's built by conservatives for conservatives. Uh, and it gives us the opportunity to at least start the process of getting true information. Tusk has gone out of the way uh, in, in their Tusk version that they have currently, um, you can go in and um, get the information that you're actually searching for because it's not filtered by Google, Bing, and so on. They're paying a fee to make that happen. They're getting the raw data and filtering it so you get what you want. And there's a choice where you can go and say, I want my information more from the left, or my, I want my information more from the right, or I, I want information right down the center. I, I want to see what everybody's saying. You've got that choice with the, with the Tusk browser. So go check them out, tuskbrowser.com. And there we go. My name is Kramer. This is Kramer Says Podcast. We are back live and taking phone calls at 877-619-3899. My name is Kramer, like I said. And what is your neighbor, name and where are you calling from? John Tambrino from Lake Havasu City, Arizona. John, great to meet you. You're in California. You're behind enemy lines. How's it going? Well, I can see California from my house, so maybe I'm not quite far away. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, the one thing that worries me the most is I have a 16-year-old granddaughter, and I've been very, very careful. I've raised her, essentially. Right. I've been very careful to not indoctrinate her. I watch, I consume my right-wing media, but I also watch what the left does out of curiosity to see how it is that they're going to present things. Right. So she has adequately had exposure to both, and I tell her over and over, over again, form your own opinions. What scares me to death is she's got more common sense than most people that you might have a uh, just a casual conversation with that aren't necessarily, uh, uh, how do you say, on our side. Right. She can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody. Um, she just reamed a teacher the other day because he told the student, even though it conformed to the assignment guidelines, that you cannot do your report on Jesus. No, you can't do a biography on Jesus. We spoke about that. And, why, and why was, what was the reasoning for off. it? What was the reasoning for it? Um, I, it was the teacher's ideology. And right. I asked her, I said, well, how did the teacher respond to you the next day? And she says, um, he was, he was, he didn't seem happy. <laughs> so I'm assuming that somebody else got to the admins because our, okay. our school district here in Lake Havasu, we're conservative. Uh, yep. uh, we know we're very much a Trump town. Uh, he probably got rained a bit, but the, you know, the one thing that really bothers me, I just finished, uh, uh, the book on Jekyll Island and what the federal reserve has been doing for years and years and years. And we, we looking back on how our financial system has been run. We think of things like the great depression, the meltdown in 08, the savings of loan, uh, uh, debacle, uh, maybe some of the recessions that I've endured. I'm 69 years old. Okay. And I had no idea the depth 
to the debauchery that's fostered upon us uh, with our with our financial system, and how much that has created tons of inflation over the years. It is essentially at this point breaking the middle class. Well, that's and the plan. I don't, Th- that that's we, been the John. That's been the plan the entire time. Is that what the American and, people have have been trying to climb out of? Is going off of the gold standard in 1971. What they did in the 1970s, in the early 70s, by going off the gold standard, has led us to where we are today. This this fiat absolutely. money that they've been spending and, and and using like toilet paper throughout D.C. and every other country on the face of the earth is what got us here. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. The experts did it. The people who went to college, to all these Ivy League schools, they're the ones responsible for it. They did it. Not One us. Thing I not you, no not me. Idea of is how many times, I had no idea of how many times they have bailed out foreign countries. Like we think of the bailouts that happened in 2008. This is just standard operating procedure for yeah. them. Yep. Yep. And, and nothing's going to change. And, and this is what I've been trying to get people to wrap their heads around. Nothing's going to change for one simple reason. The people in control, the people in charge, don't want it to change. They want this system. This works for them. They can continue to, to, to make it work for them. Do you know why? Because they're not playing by the rules. There, there's, a, there's, a new, uh, there's a new Netflix um, special on, uh, not new Netflix um, show, series, uh, called, uh, God damn it, what's the name of that thing? I, always, I, I keep forgetting. I watched the entire seri- series. Um, in, is it Incomplete? Uh, it's, I can't remember. I'll have to bring it up and, and here, here in a moment. Um, but basically what it is, is it's a, it's a survivor sh- uh, survival show. And um, you, you've got a team of, of people that have to survive, but as a community, in teams. They can't just go out on their own and make it. Uh, and they have to do these challenges and so on. And the one thing that's interesting about the game is that there are no rules to the game. And so since there are no rules to the game, um, the players, a certain group of players, realized what they could do and how they could make the lives of the others, how they could make them um, worse, to make them quit. And you find very quickly that it only took 14 days for people to start stealing from each other and destroying each other's camps. Now, it's a game, it's $4 million, but I think it's interesting at our point in history with what's going on in the country, I think that it's interesting that this game is showcasing to us, it's a mirror on society about how fast things will break down in the event that something happens next, that, that it's going to, um, to, 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 to deteriorate so much quicker than people think. And it's about 14 days. You see it here in the show. You're live on the Kramer Says Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Natasha. I'm currently calling from CKK, South Carolina. Okay, and what's on your mind, Natasha? Well, Kramer, many things. Um, I'm a current transplant from Southern California to South Carolina. Um, So so you're an escapee, you're you're a refugee. I am, (laughs) yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I I started following you on TikTok a while back, Mm -hmm. and then I just got rid of TikTok altogether. And your feeds started showing up on my YouTube videos. And I'm so shocked that you're not more popular than you are. Well, uh, I, honestly, I love I, I, so many I, things I, you I say. Think, I, I, think, I think we are. I think that the group that, uh, that puts all this together, I, I think that we are. Uh, I think the problem is, is that the powers that be stifle those voices. Um, if you if you've watched anything that, with the Twitter files, uh, you know I mean, it oh, yeah. you know we've we've extrapolated out that um, the content that we've produced over the last three years has been seen by somewhere in the ballparks about eleven billion people, uh, or eleven billion times, eleven billion times, and that that was yeah. that was what we wanted to have done in the first place. So um, when you have to go through eighty one accounts on one social media platform um, for speaking truth, I don't show my tits. Right. I, I don't dance. Yeah. I, I don't I don't do stupid stuff. I don't do pranks. I don't do stunts. All I do is tell people these are the rights that you have because you're an American citizen. 
That's all I and do. I absolutely I absolutely appreciate it. And every time one of your shorts comes across my feed, I pass it on to as many people as possible. I appreciate that. Because I absolutely love your voice. I truly I do. That. You just speak facts and I and I love that. Well, where do we go from here? Um, so what happens tomorrow? What do you expect to happen tomorrow? What uh, with uh, Trump and all of this stuff uh, in Manhattan? Where do we go from here? Um, I believe that, first of all, the system's set up to fail us right now. Uh, with the media, with everything, I could give you two different sets of opinions, but I'll give you the mainstream. Um, the media is so biased. Everything that's being reported, like with your your voice or any else's, anybody else's voice that disagrees with the the mainstream they they're drowned out over right. and over and over again yep. where we go with this um i i'm not clear on that because i i watch and i search and i do and i think where do we really go there's not a clear path you know i agree with going to your your council members i agree going and having your voice heard and all of this but when I'm watching it happen over and over and over again, and we're not gaining any traction. Well, do you ever. think? Do you we're think? Do you think ahead. that revolution is on the horizon? Do you think we're at that point, or do you think that that's something fanciful that people talk about to seem romantic or, or okay? That that would go to my secondary, which is my primary, but the secondary for most people. And I, I, I hate to take this out of a secular situation, but, um, man, the world's ending fast. And uh, if, you, if, if anybody reads the Bible or whatever, and again, I'm not trying to make my beliefs anybody else's, but I'm just, I'm looking at the world and I look at this and I think nobody sees the bigger picture. This right. is all to the detriment. This is all pre-written. I could pretend like I live in the world and go, well, we could all just go and protest and do this and that. But to the ultimate end and be all of it all, this is all said and done. Um, we're going to fight a good fight. So I, I really just would hope people, well, how do I say this the best way possible? That, yeah, you get out there. The revolution is starting. It, and, it has begun. And, and I've told I've told people time and time before, they've got this romantic idea that revolution starts in the streets, and that's not where it starts. It starts in your heart. It starts with you being tired of being Absolutely. told what to do. That's where it starts. It starts with you showing up Absolutely. locally. You showing up at your local Absolutely. schools and city councils. And in particular, in those states where you're having issues, you go to your state legislatures. You start building a community Absolutely. around what you want. And, and stop expecting somebody else to stand up oh, and be the, the leader that you're expecting um, for your community. Be the leader you expect. I mean, my, an old boss of me told me one time, he goes, he goes, stop, stop looking for the manager that you want. And this is, we had a bad manager. He goes, prove to us that you're the manager that we need. And that's Absolutely. what I did. Absolutely. Right? You know what? So, I can, I completely 1000% agree with that. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with, you know what, uh, it, it's literally whether or not you have the time to go to your council meeting. Again, I'm a, a new transplant, and I pass the sign every day going uh, on March so-and-so or April so-and-so, the city council meeting meets. If I can't make that meeting, you know what I can meet? I can make a conversation with the person I work with. Yep. That, yep. that conversation, that spark. Yep. Of saying, hey, actually having that conversation and not feeling bad that you're going to hurt a feeling or, well, or oh, I don't want to step on toes. Right. You know what? Step on toes. Right. Step on all the toes. Right. That, all that's, the time. That's what they're, th Natasha, that's what they're there for. Their jobs are to have their toes stepped on. Thanks very much for calling. Moving on to the next caller here by calling 877-619-3899. We've got time for about one more. So 619, I'm sorry, 877 877- 619-3899. Again, tell your friends and neighbors. Uh, to not, Natasha's point, and some, uh, a couple of other callers the other night, uh, it takes you to, to spread the word about this show. We can only do so much. We're here. 
Uh, follow us, sign up, all the uh, things that you can do to help spread the word. And we will become more popular if we get those things in place. Again, the number to call is 877-619-3899. Um, if you haven't been over to, to KramerSays.com to get yourself an account, one of the incentives that we're giving is for those who sign up and get their free speech social media platform account, it can be the one place that you your friends can always find you. I don't care if you go to TikTok. I don't care if you go to YouTube. I don't care if you use the other platforms. It doesn't matter to me. But you should know that there's one place that you can always be, where you can organize. Uh, we've given the ability to create groups. Uh, you can create your own community for your area, your state, your region. You have the resources. If you're, if, if you're tired of the way things are, stop complaining and start leading. Start doing something. We've given you the tools to do that at KramerSays.com. So get yourself in a free account today. Uh, the merch store is coming soon. Um, we are um, going to roll out some merchandise. I've been against it the entire time. The rest of the team finally convinced me we've got to do it. Um, none of the monies that we raise will be going towards me or anybody else. Uh, everybody that's doing what they're doing, we're donating our time. Uh, we're donating our energies and, 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 and so on. Um, everything will be going towards the build of the new app. That's exactly what we'll be doing. So when that launches, we'll let you know about that and so on. Again, every weekday night, we're going to be doing this. If you like this kind of content, please give us a follow. Please tell your friends. Please share the word. And when you see this content start rolling out on social media, please like and share it as well because we're going to cut some of this up and, and put it out. We appreciate those that called in tonight. Everybody, uh, please um, keep in mind that tomorrow, no matter what they try to tell you, protesting is not a threat. Protesting is not a threat to our nation. Protesting is a constitutionally protected activity. And anybody, Republican, Democrat, independent or otherwise, that tells you that going, to out, going out and protesting is tantamount to violence, they need to be removed from power immediately because they don't understand the Constitution and what our rights are. One of the themes that you're going to hear us talking a, a lot about between now and the 2024 election is that many of you feel that your rights have been taken. Sadly, you're mistaken. They haven't been taken. You willfully gave them. It's hard to admit the truth. They can't take your freedom. You can give it. They can't take it. If you don't do something because you fear your government, you did that. You've stopped that. That's why the social media platforms are so dangerous for our young people. I understand advertising and marketing. I understand how information can be utilized as propaganda to feed whatever you want to feed to a, a culture. And you can get people to do all kinds of evil things if you feed the right content to them. But you've got to get a group of people that first don't have a backbone to stand and want to be liked. I think that's what's unique about us Gen Xers and, and boomers. We don't give two shits about who likes us. That's strength. Because when you don't care if you're liked, it makes your ability to, to say what needs to be said much easier because you're not gauging it against John or Marsha or Beth or Steve and what they may or may not think of you. There's a ton of voices out there right now that are making a lot of noise. What I would suggest that you do with all of them is look inward and start to define what your red line in the sand is. What issues will you not waver from? What are your convictions? What is a bridge too far for you and your family? Because those days are coming. I don't mean to be hyperbolic. I don't mean to fearmonger. That's not the case. If I had told you in 2020 where we would be today, you would have called me crazy. Guess what? I said where we would be in 2020. I said that we would be here. I was called crazy. We're here. You can see my record. It's available on my Telegram channel, Kramer Says Vids. Or you can go and watch any of the content on Instagram or any of the other platforms that my content has shown up on. My message has been the same from the beginning to now. If you stay silent, expecting somebody to go work for you and fight for your freedoms harder than you will, you're giving up your freedoms. 
They're not taking them. You're willfully giving them because it's easier to let somebody else save you than it is to save yourself. With that being said, I'm out of here. It is Monday, March 20th, a big day ahead. I hope to God that our nation survives the next 30 days. With that being said, I'm out of here. See you soon. Bye-bye. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.